Welcome to Thriving the Future podcast, where we're finding positive solutions to thrive in the tough times ahead. Episode 13, a parallel economy is not what you think it is. So everybody talks about parallel economy. We're going to, we're, we're getting closed down and we're getting constricted and persecuted, blah, 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 blah. So we're going to create a parallel economy. We're going to create parallel structures, right? A parallel economy really is setting up a shadow market. Yeah. Right? Well, Whereas, what, I, what I said is it's a trap. Yeah, it's a trap. And uh, um, hey, right. slow down. Go ahead. Let, 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 let that sink in. Cause, cause <laughs> it's a trap. You, you, you've heard this several times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They've not. Right. But wait a minute. Aren't we supposed to be building? I mean, you know, this no. guy, this guy says that we're supposed to be building parallel economy. And, you know, Gab is saying we need a parallel economy. And it ignores the problem. Uh huh. The problem is not the economy. Okay. The problem is not the government. Uh-huh. And so the solution is not new government. Right. Or a new economy. The problem is we believe, certain of us believe, that we have the right to tell another person what to do. Okay. We believe that to some of us believe that to our core. Yeah. Some of us are trying to recover from that. Yeah, even 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 the people that say they don't use government to do it. Right. And if they were in power, they would use government to do it. Even if they're not, they do it every day. They 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 say should be a law. There should, should be, a, be law. a law. Right? It shouldn't happen again. Ooh, yeah. Good. Right? It shouldn't happen again. There should be a law. Somebody should do something. Or this shouldn't have happened to me. I don't deserve this. What's the first thing they didn't do? I, well, I... Take, I responsibility take responsibility for their own life. Right. To take responsibility for your own life, you have to acknowledge what your life is, mm-hmm. that you're human, that there are limitations, that you cannot own another person, because that's what you're saying. Sure. You also have to acknowledge you cannot control everything that happens. Mm-hmm. Circle of influence, circle of control. Right. You can't control gravity. Right. You can modify the laws. And you can't... So that flight becomes a controlled crash, right? Right. Con- and to some extent, you can't control the bumpkin neighbor who's going to drive his four-wheel on your land... When you're not there, so <laughs> there's a lot, right? You you can't control whether it rains, snows, sleets. Mm-hmm. You can't control whether your hair grows, whether it falls right. out, whether right. it changes color. You cannot. There's a lot of things you cannot control, right? You have to give up that control mm-hmm. and acknowledge you're human. Humans make mistakes. There are things humans can't control. Hmm. We want to say we can hire these technocrats Hmm. who will be the smart people that know all the answers. Right. We want to say computers and technology will transform us into a being that does not die. Oh, yes. Yeah. 
And that's a key, especially or in, that doesn't have a disability, right? Mm-hmm. Or doesn't get what, old. Doesn't get old. Yeah. Doesn't die. Right. Doesn't lose their memory. Doesn't lose their mm-hmm. cognitive abilities, right? Yeah. And and once again, that goes back to the I deserve, and this shouldn't have to happen to me. The real problem is everybody trying to create a parallel system or a shadow economy or a parallel economy and those things is really saying, I do not want to suffer. Mm -hmm. So I am going to just move the clock back a little ways and procrastinate the suffering. Mm Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite topics, so I'm glad we're talking about this. And what I found was, because I was trying to understand how to do this, because, one, I don't want to suffer, but I know it's going to happen. Right. But how do we build, once we, once we hit that bottom, how do we build up, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to figure that out. So I was reading um, Vaclav Havel's um, Power of the Powerless, and I realized something. Everybody says that parallel structures and parallel economies or I'm sorry, parallel economies and parallel systems come from that. That's not the word he uses. He uses the word parallel structure. And I understand that that's a translation of the language escapes me right now, but it's translated isn't into he, yeah, English. Isn't he Czechoslovakian? Yeah. Yeah. So it'd probably be Czech, but right. I don't remember if it's Czech or Polish. I, it, it's anyway. Yeah, one of the two. It's a translation. Mm -hmm. And so some people can be trying to improve the translation or pick it up somewhere else. Sure. But it's not the same idea. Mm -hmm. When I read him talking about it, he is talking about people that got together to do things that humans do, that all humans have in common. Mm -hmm. All humans tend... There are rare exceptions for every rule, right? But like music... Right. That is a common shared thing widely across human beings, right? Sure. And when you put a bunch of rules around it and say, you can't do this with music. When somebody hears music that breaks those rules and it's cool, let's just say rock and roll or whatever. I don't remember the exact examples. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Was outlawed. Yeah, whatever tests that limit. Right. right. Somebody wants to do it. Mm-hmm. Not being allowed to do it. Sure. Not following that inbuilt yeah. There's sense a, is a denying of your humanity. And sure. this is what technocracy, totalitarianism, and post-totalitarianism does. Right. They get you to believe you are not human and these things are not normal. Mm-hmm. It is not normal to want enough to eat. It is not normal. They tell you those things. And this is the point of live not by lies when it's quoted from Solzhenitsyn and in the book itself, right? Correct. Is that you have to not cooperate with those lies. You have to be in line with truth, Mm -hmm. with humanness, with that. You have to have empathy for other people. Saying not having mercy, totalitarianism says not having mercy is a good thing. That's not human. We don't beat up a toddler that can't walk yet. We don't 
uh, we have mercy on people that need to improve, that need to learn something sure. more, right? That that is a normal thing. Mm-hmm. But we're living a lie that everybody is perfect and nobody needs mercy. There are never extenuating circumstances. The rules always apply. We're hitting that right. in current time. Mm-hmm. We hit it a long time ago. It happens over and over and over. And so a parallel structure, as he uses the word, comes from people living that way, not living by those lies, confronting those lies by not living on them. Their goal is not to take over. Their goal is not to create a government. Their goal is not to stand up and protest. Their goal is to be in line with truth and who they are as a person. So how do you know how far you go? So go with what? With live not by lies, right? So Are you asking me where the gray area is? No, no, no. I'm 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 saying that is it always black and white? Is what always black and white? When someone's asking you to do something that's not necessarily wrong, but it's not right either. There what? are no solutions. Yeah. There are only trade-offs. Trade-offs, right. Okay, okay. Yeah. Thank you. You're looking for rigid, mm-hmm. rule-based solutions sure. to live inside of, to be the perfect human... To always do the right thing, to not have to have mercy on anyone. Does right. this ring any bells with? Yeah. You're looking for the totalitarian solution. Yeah. Yeah. To a moral quandary. Yeah. And and see, and that's the whole thing. So we talked about pretty much everybody's doing this, even the people that think they're not. So even the libertarians I that do are like, it. yeah, I know. But even the libertarians that are doing the the oh, um, we're going to do the non-aggression principle, right? The all of them it, think that what it is is a denying of the spirit of the law and only following the words. The non-aggression principle does not mean I can't defend myself. Right. The non-aggression principle doesn't make is not a hard rigid not, thing. But there, yeah. there there is a spirit to it right it is i am not going to aggress on other people i am not going to do that Uh uh-huh that is the principle sure it's a principle not a rule Mm -hmm. not a but it's also law it's it's also a a withdrawal instead of an engagement right so yeah so i've got the non-aggression principle i want to go and i want to get a i'm going to go get some land and um, I'm going to be there, and uh, you better damn well leave me alone, right? So that's very and we'll aggressive. Have, and yeah, we'll have <laughs> we'll have community, but it's only you know when I want community, right? And that's you know, you know that's that's a big problem with preppers and everything else, right? Pretty much. So and to some extent, some homesteaders. But the key is there is so you're not aggressing anyone. Are you are you showing empathy? Are you being human to that person? Yes, you've created a totalitarian situation in your inside your example, you've created a totalitarian situation 
in which you are not being human, so you are living by the lie. Okay. That takes owning property, which uh -huh. is a good thing. Sure. Which is a legitimate thing. Sure. And twists it and turns it into something else. It takes the non-aggression principle, which uh -huh. is a good thing, and twists it into something else. Turns it into my compound that I'm going to defend. It turns it into my ability to live by the lie. Mm -hmm. That I can create a perfect world. Mm. That I can build mm -hmm. heaven on earth. Ooh. You can't build heaven on earth without God. Right. And to some extent, your fellow man. Right. But you can't build it. Right. Because you're not perfect. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite quotes about art, I don't have the notebook here, but I, I'll come close anyway. Right. Is humans copy. And they copy their heroes. Mm-hmm. They do it imperfectly. And that makes it art. Hmm. That okay. imperfect copying, that imperfect mimicking of a painting creates a new style. Mm -hmm. Becomes a whole new movement in art. Right. And more people copy it. And so they copy it. They copy the style, but they do it with sunflowers versus... Right. Moonbeams versus cows versus whatever. I'm and not to some extent, that's one of the power of the memes, too. Is that it copies it just enough to get that, to get the message across in one or, one or two pictures and one line, right? Yes. It, 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 it's a derivative art. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So... There is a place for having your own land. There is a place for being self-sufficient. But if the result of that is you being inhuman, mm -hmm. not associating with other people, not being social, getting your own way and not accepting the trade-offs, becoming perfect, then... It hasn't made owning the property wrong, but it's made everything you're doing wrong. Mm -hmm. And it's a problem with you. Okay. And it's a problem for everybody else. Because the sum total results and consequences of everybody's individual actions comes together and gives us the world we live in. Mm -hmm. One person doing that becomes two becomes 10, becomes a thousand, becomes a million. Right. And now you have a nation doing it. So looking at the spirit of what folks are saying about a parallel economy is if you are frozen out of, you know, because of tough times, because of government mandates, because of whatever else, if you're frozen out of the market or you're unemployed and you're looking at a, at a, at a side hustle, they're talking about this is a parallel economy, almost like, unfortunately, Gab says this all the time, that, you know, it's a Christian economy. Or it's... The, the, the problem or is... they quote Malcolm X and they say that, uh, you know... Malcolm X is great. What are they quoting about Malcolm X? I'm not on Gab. What are they... About, about how... Um, uh, about how, basically, Malcolm X said that 
um, the black community should have their own economy as well instead of depending on why should they have the outside do, do you know why he said they should have well one they were illuminate. pushed outside right sure yeah but two his goal was to create a system where they were not being oppressed mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a system that acknowledged they were human right right that's different Okay. Then I don't like the government now, mm -hmm. and I don't like what they have done, so I'm going to go create my own economy, separate from their economy, and create a government. And it's not the creating the government that's bad. Mm -hmm. Part of the idea that's wrong there is, if goods don't cross borders, troops do. Mm -hmm. You have declared war. You've right. quit, you have put yourself on a trajectory. You have locked yourself in with the intention that I am going to beat this other guy. Right. And I'm going to beat him at his game. Mm-hmm. But you're playing the wrong game. Okay, so you're, how do you you're play playing the right totalitarianism game? against a totalitarian. You accept that times are going to get really bad. Mm. That you are going to have to suffer and you are going to have to band together with other people just being human sure and getting along mm -hmm. surviving unfortunately thriving the future can be very difficult sometimes because you have to survive for a long period till the sum total choices by the people lead to consequences where you can thrive and be free again. Hmm. Interesting. But there's a certain amount of thriving in there at the same time. You know, if you're... You are th thriving in certain areas and not others, right? Mm -hmm. well, you are that's, thriving that's in being human and having a life. Trade-offs, right? Right. So, I mean, that's the way it is anyway. I mean, you everything you do, you're going to thrive in some things, but... That, but not necessarily in other things as part of the trade-off, right? Right. Yeah. And you're choosing which those are. Yeah. And when you get to a level where it's live not by lies. So, yeah. You, so, you have a very, very, very small window. So I think of only one other podcast that's even talking about suffering. <laughs> People are going, hell, I don't like this. I'm turning this off. <laughs> So which podcast? Yeah, you know, I'm, you know what I'm talking about. No, but sorry. Yeah, right. Anyway, um, so but, but see, and that's that's part of the that's part of the reality, and part of the getting over the denial and 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 being able to be honest with ourselves that you know there are tough times ahead. You know, we may not, um, you know go back to the before time right before 2020 and uh you mean before year zero <laughs> yeah we could go off about that for a while but no it we're two years in to the yeah, world yeah right exactly but some total consequences matter a whole lot mm -hmm. two years into the world sure that's why everybody needs to be working on habits, lifestyle, and intention, mm -hmm. not resolutions. Because resolutions 
are not going to lead to change. Uh-huh. And all of us have to change if this is going to get better. Correct. And not enough of us are choosing to change. A lot of folks have asked us about the barter blanket. So yeah. one of the, the, the keys of a barter blanket is is the key of of that being human. Partially. And I'm going to paraphrase what you said the other night. So the Go ahead. um <laughs> so I mean if you were it used to be that if you met somebody, you know, say you were a Bedouin or whatever else, right? That uh or you even, you know, would socialize with somebody that you you just met. What do you do first? You you talk about the common thing. You talk about the weather, right? right? That would be a common. Hey, thing is it hey is it snowing up there in Milwaukee today? That's what we talk about on Zoom call. So, okay. yeah, and and things like that. And nobody really cares about that, but that breaks the ice and gets us onto a common ground, right? Okay. Yeah. And acknowledges our humanity. And then if you were it, done correctly, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and the way it used to be would be then you would have a conversation. You would either share some tea, share some coffee or something like that, and then have a conversation about uh, um, your mutual likes. Right. Or your if you lived really close to somebody, then yeah. you would talk about your common, uh, your potential common ancestors. Right. right. Oh yeah, you know him. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm his uncle or something like that. I grew up. I, I I grew up in the same town as you. Do you remember the gas station that yeah. was over on Seventh yeah. right. and Right. So you're making a a rapport with the other person. You're coming to a common ground, which is called empathy. Yeah, empathy. Right. And then bringing out the blanket is is just what they used to do, where you'd lay out the blanket and you'd start bringing out some of your lesser items right and say hey you know i got i got this thing what do you what do you got to trade and right you, and you trade it might be it might be a a shotgun shell it might be you know or whatever else you really glass beads glass well yeah back wampum shells yeah the, the back far enough yeah right right it could be anything now. and then you're you're taking your rapport and your um and, and your commonality to the next level. Right. Right. You, you want me to tell you what I didn't say the other night? <laughs> okay. The barter blanket is for the other. For the other, the, the visitor. The person outside your tribe, your clique, uh-huh. your family, your town, your neighborhood. Sure. Your society, your community, your fellowship, whatever that thing is, right? Right. That is how you interact with them. Uh-huh. Inside that group, you don't have a barter blanket. Yeah, that's true. You have... A reciprocity. You have reciprocity, but you have something deeper where I do something for you, knowing you will do something for somebody else in the community mm-hmm, at some mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Because we are thriving together we can either survive individually we can survive together or we can just do things for each other because it causes thriving right but when we meet the person that's on the outside Mm -hmm. we have to find a way to get along trade goods cross borders sure or troops or troops near right sure sure that that, that, that's fundamental to history Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so doing the barter blanket 
everybody keeps telling me it's about building community. It's not. It's about learning to build connection with the other. Because you already it, have connection with your close community. Right? right. The problem is no one has community right now. Correct. Yeah. So and, the barter blank is the other. It mm -hmm. is how we are going to eventually possibly get to community. Mm -hmm. And but get then to the that point skill where... will be needed with the other. Mm -hmm. And it also develops the the community without the without the full focus on reciprocity. So, like one of our friends said that um, if you did something for your mother or your brother. Would you charge them for it? No, you wouldn't, right? Right. So, I mean, you get to the point where um, where if you're in close community with your close friends or whatever else, you're, you're usually not going to charge them for something. and uh, Or you might say, hey, you want to go in on a part with me or whatever else, right? So, Or I will fix your car. You cover the cost of the parts. Yeah. Because I don't have the cash. Yeah, sure. And then they, and it's not, it's not mushy gushy like you pass it on to someone else. It's just known that this is these the kind of community. These people are we helping have. us all thrive. Right. And these people are slacking off. <laughs> how long are we going to let them slack? Oh, they've been slacking off too much. I, I am not helping you peel potatoes. <laughs> right. That happens. And that person goes, wait a minute, I'm becoming the outsider. Mm. And then we... They go, I better get involved or I'm really out, right? That's all normal. Sure. But that's not what we're told community is. Right. We're told community is everybody that lives inside this geographic border belongs to the city. The people outside that, inside this geographic border, live in the township. Mm -hmm. And the ones outside of that, we have the county border. And then we have these state borders. And right. then we, those are your communities. It's not about shared value. Mm -hmm. When we actually share values, you and I highly prize people with skills. Sure. We prize goods made with skills. Mm-hmm. All goods are made with some level of skills, right? But an individual who has developed their skill to craftsman level, is their, their good is more important to us than that, right? And someone we know who is developing that skill or be, is a craftsman in a thing is more worth our investing in than someone we don't. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Go ahead. Every sorry. time we go to Walmart... Mm -hmm. When we could have done business with this person either struggling to become a craftsman or that is a craftsman, sure, we get more Walmarts, not mm -hmm. more craftsmen. That's investing in a person's humanness, their skill, and that because they get their dignity, their pride, their self-worth mm -hmm. from those things they crafted. That builds them up as a person. And so, therefore, is a more human thing than the unhuman non-interactions. Yeah, definitely. Right. So we need to become people that value that thing and make that a habit. Mm -hmm. And that's part of saying 
what is it that I want more of in my life and what is it I want less of in my life? What is my perfect day like? And since it's all trade-offs, we're not going to get our perfect day. I get it. Mm-hmm. How do we have more days closer to that day than not? The person that's going to live that perfect day, who are they? What do they do every day? What do they do every week? What do they do every month? What do they do every year? What do they do in this season? What do they do in that situation? Mm -hmm. And start moving yourself slowly towards doing those things. Yep. And then find people that share those things. You know, if you're buying coffee from the person that roasts at home, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the person that does that know somebody that does that if you don't know anybody that does that then you need to talk to everybody you can till you find somebody that does and then you buy from them because that's the person you intended to be right right that's that simple or you you see this or hear about it and then when i hear about stuff like that i say i wonder i wonder how you do that and then i research it and then i try it and then i do it myself and then i have it as a skill and then i bring it to the community that's, so, a, that's a good thing so too, XYZ right? So XYZ person over here has their own side hustle, but they're not part of our community. Right. They've got a coffee business. Mm-hmm. Here's a trade-off that's really, really hard. Pick a skill that you're a craftsman at mm-hmm. and then not do it and go buy from somebody that's less of a craftsman than you because you need society. You need that socialization. They need to come up to that level. Because everybody can try and be 100% self-reliant, self-resilient, not need anyone. Right. But if I go support that person trying to become a craftsman at the skill I already have, I can go practice other ones. Hmm. I can free up my free time. I could go help that person become a better craftsman. Good. Right? Yep. It's more than, ooh, that's a cool skill I would like to have, so I'm going to go try it. And maybe you do, right? Because some of us like to try things. Sure. But it's not about mastering every skill or doing it all ourselves. Or or volunteering for everything, which... Right. I volunteer for everything. I know. (laughs) We're working on it. (laughs) I don't have a whole year to get better at that, do I? Right. I needed to have been better at it yesterday. Uh-huh. You're getting better at it every week, though. Right. Because why? Because you practice it. I practice it, but I said, I am going to be a person that volunteers less. Mm-hmm. Every time I hear myself volunteering, I'm going to walk it back. Mm-hmm. I am going to be a person that sets priorities and focuses on the priorities and quits adding on. Yeah, and it also gives other people opportunities to step up and lead or step up and contribute to the community. Right. right. We've, also I mean, deci- we've also talked about, I've decided I'm going to delegate and I'm going to get better at delegating mm-hmm. and I'm probably just going to have to hire somebody to help me. Sure. Thank you for listening to the Thrive in the Future podcast. Check us out on our website, thriveinthefuture.com. Also follow us on Twitter at Thriving the Future, and come join our community chat on Telegram. It has a link in the website.